Wes, what's going on, buddy? Taking a break, Brian. Like, I'm happy to be here because I've been literally sprinting all day, and I feel a little weird just sitting here with idle hands. They say idle hands are the devil's plaything, Brian, and he's playing with me right now. That sounds hot. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing out on something big. Hey, uh, happy, uh, happy, and also thank you for spending your scheduled break with, with us today. <laughs> right. <laughs> um happy psp3 launch day psp3 i mean it's, launch the, day. it's we can't call it the psp even though I'm oh, sure they oh i get it i think that they want us to call today, it right? the playstation portal the psp but come on we all know what it is it's the third handheld by playstation it's the psp3 i'm excited well that's right you can put you can go outside and play bug snacks now brian how about that <sighs> i could sit inside and play bug snacks <laughs> and that would be even better um any interesting thing uh not really i mean i don't i don't flat game um yeah. i'm waiting for one of my children to ask for one but they haven't <laughs> yet so uh yeah not really i mean I, I hope that it does well just because you know i'm a sony guy and i like to see their products do well but uh i don't really personally have any interest in it and i don't really see much interest around either like most people are like, eh, okay, it might do all right. I mean, it's it's somewhat fairly priced, so it might do okay. Yeah, uh, there's actually been a an interesting amount of interest in our Discord, and uh, so people are picking picking it up. And in first impressions, it seems like everybody's really enjoying it. I I looked around, man. It seems to be sold out like everywhere that it was on sale. So uh, I, I I don't know if this is kind of artificial demand type thing, but. We shall see how it sells. It's probably going to outsell PSPR two in like a month. So, it's also says you can. Uh, Colossus says you can play Astrobot Pancake Crap. Wow. Which I'll say this: I played the Astrobot Pancake thing, and I thought it was really cool. Like yeah, I enjoyed it. The so. thing that demonstrated the uh, the dual sense capabilities, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was it great. Did so very well. Interestingly, I haven't played anything since then that did as good a job of demonstrating the dual sense haptics, <laughs> but uh, that did a very good job of it. Yeah, Returnal was about as close as we got, I think, and uh, and it was pretty good. True. But it was yeah, yeah, it, it was wasn't bad. Astrobot. You ready to start the show, bud? Yeah, sure. Let's go. All right. All right. This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Two Eyes Friday right here on YouTube. We do it live 6 p.m. Eastern for your viewing pleasure, but don't worry. We also care about your oral pleasure. I love that you're shaking your head before I even say it. We all know what I'm going to say these <laughs> days. And that's why our good buddy Rai Pop uploads this to podcast services of your choice. Um, and then after that, Sci-Fi Gamecat Henry puts timestamps into this sucker. So if sitting here watching it live is just too goddamn much for you, we totally understand. Uh, you can jump you can chapter jump, top topic jump. Hell, you can skip right to 20 questions if that's what you're really here for. Anyway, my name is Brian Paul from the channel right here, PSVR Without Parole. And this over here to my left, you're right, it's Wes Dillon from Virtual Strangers. What's up, Wes? You know, I, I bet we could do a, um, 
a full episode of just 20 questions. You're, you're joking about people just skipping the 20 questions if that that's what they're here for. It is interesting and fun. I, I bet you could go back and cut a bunch of them into like individual episodes, and I bet people would watch them. I bet. And there was once upon a time we actually, uh, I think we actually did an, an episode of just 20 questions. I think we did the 100 questions challenge. Uh, and we got, uh, we got Jay Meow up here for that. Um, I don't remember if it was, if people watched or people didn't watch. I have no <laughs> idea if that was successful or not. But hey, you know what? I'm sure another slow news week is coming at some point. We can try it again soon enough. He won 2024. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, man, Q1 2024 seems to be heating up a little bit. I'm a little bit nervous. Oh, yeah? I wanted to take Q1 off, but maybe I'll take Q2 off. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Wes, what's going over there on Virtual Strangers? Uh, the channel where you guys talk about all things VR, not just PSVR 2. Remember, everybody click the link in the description below and subscribe to Wes and his friends over there. What's happening over there? Uh, I'm sure it's exciting. What could it be? Uh, starting to ramp up and uh, and starting to think about the 2023 show uh, as you know we're quickly running out of year and um, we, we normally we, we we stop doing regular shows around the end of uh, November every year so that we have time to properly prepare for what is our annual greatest VR podcast of all time Um and we always beat the last one, right? 2023 will be better than 2022, which was better than 2021. Uh, but we, we do a ton of awards. We do a ton of giveaways. But we need some time off um, to play all of the Game of the Year nominees. That's why we take the extra time off, because we want to finish, you know, Village. We want to finish Vertigo 2. We want to put some real time in the Gran Turismo. Um, so we're about to go on hiatus. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, Assassin's Creed's coming out tomorrow. We're going to be covering that this week. And uh, there's a few more high-profile releases this year that we do plan to cover. Uh, but we're quickly winding down, Brian. And, um, yeah, it, it, you know, it, it's been so busy, uh, the release schedule and my work schedule and life, uh, that we're, we're struggling even just to keep up with our regular schedule. Uh, so I'm, I'm actually kind of looking forward to the... Uh, the quote-unquote break that uh, we're about to have. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, what's the uh, what's what's the word on Assassin's Creed? Uh, because it c comes out tomorrow. I haven't obviously uh, embargo hasn't lifted yet. If keys have gone out, is, is anybody saying anything? I think is it tomorrow? It comes out tomorrow or the next day. It comes out this week. I think it's tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I'm hearing um, that it's really good. I'm hearing. Well, of course, the Ubisoft uh, is claiming that it's a full blown. Uh, Assassin's Creed title, which, wow. you know, that remains to be seen. Um, but I've heard from a few people that have played it, and it's unanimous, unanimously uh, good compared, uh, you know, um, compared to expectations. A lot of people uh, were expecting it to not be great and are saying that it is great. The maps are apparently very big. You're allowed to just kind of free roam and progress the uh, the game at your own pace. Uh, just like a regular Assassin's Creed game, so um, I'm hearing that it's very good. I heard I hear that it looks good on the uh, the Quest hardware, which um, which you know that kind of um, it adds up, right? If you've seen the content that's been floating around, and there's quite a bit of it out there now. I mean, there's uh, a few different like 20 minute gameplay clips on YouTube now of of the game. So 
Uh, it looks like it's going to be good. I'm very hopeful for it. Nice. And Ubisoft doesn't fuck around, man. I mean, like, we, we got a, a bunch of Ubisoft games over on PSVR 1 pretty early on when VR was still finding its way. And those games were all quality. And so now they've really, you know, kind of taken the plunge with something that is is near and dear to a lot of gamers' heart. And so uh, this, is, this, this seems like a really serious um, entry for them uh, because, I mean, come on, man. It's like you, you got to... You got to make sure you don't uh, you don't disappoint people. You you would you wouldn't want people to jump into an Assassin's Creed game and find out that you're fucking climbing a mountain or something for eight hours straight. That would just be <laughs> a horrible thing to do. I think. I wouldn't call it horrible, but it would certainly not be the best thing that you could do. <laughs> oh man, I love I love Call of the Mountain, but it it never gets old. It never gets older. Shit, <laughs> I Um. Pindrop with a $2 tip says, is Gran Turismo crashing on other systems or just me? Uh, that is definitely an AJ question. Uh, is AJ in the chat still? I saw him here uh, earlier. Yeah, he's here. He's around. AJ, uh, please, for the love of God, answer Pindrop's question. <laughs> you probably played more Gran Turismo this week than anybody else. Uh, so hopefully we'll have an answer for you soon. Um, also, also, hopefully we'll get Assassin's Creed over here on PSVR 2 at some point. Um, and the word on the street was is that they were already planning a sequel to this like months ago maybe like more than months ago uh and so if if they really are planning on you know pushing this thing out and like making a making a thing like making a whole vr series out of it uh then i i I would absolutely expect even if it's like a year later or something to get an hd remaster of this or whatever you want to call it because obviously they're going to want to launch the second Nexus game on PSVR 2 and you know how we feel about getting sequels without the originals vertigo Just throwing shade all over the place today Wes <laughs> you're good at it Brian I, and the the reason why you're good at it is because of all the practice you get so it's true keep it up it's true I I, I do I, I, there are very few games I'm excited for as much as I am vertigo 2 um and I'm, and you know, there's there's no reason to throw shade whatsoever. It's going to be a fantastic game, I'm sure. Uh, and and purpose taking all the time they need to uh, to make sure it's perfect for us when when it comes to PSVR two. That said, like I I really do want to play the first game, even if it's like you know radically inferior, which doesn't sound like it is because they did a whole remaster of it, right? Yeah, I didn't play like the original like the one before the remaster, but I played the remaster and it's it's really good. It, it doesn't hold up to two obviously but it, it's it's not leagues behind it it's pretty comparable and it's really good nice nice well hopefully we'll, we'll be able to get that at some point as well um i see a i see a tip uh thunder thundercat game cat in a hat slowly getting fat that is challenging i think uh with the 10 quid says hey brian oh sorry hey brain it's my birthday today. Got me thinking it's not far off. Um, it's not far off of PSVR 2's first anniversary. Do you think Sony will release anything special? Uh, first and foremost, happy birthday. Um, I feel like we should have given you something instead of you give us something. But, you know, if that's how you want to do it, I don't think we'll complain too much. Um, do you think Sony will release anything special? Wes, do you, do you have any thoughts on this? Do you think Sony's going to do anything special for the one-year anniversary of PSVR 2? Well, I hope they just release something, right? Because they haven't released anything since launch. Um, so it would be cool if we could get our third game from them. That would be nice. That would be pretty special. 
would be nice. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Sony doesn't seem to care that much about anniversary so much. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe they will. Every so, every so often, they've done something special. They, they put, they do a sale or something on all the games. They put a nice little blog post thanking people for, you know, believing in them, which, which most people haven't. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think, I think the thing that they're going to do more likely. Actually, you know what's interesting, Miles? Dude, you're not Miles. You know, can we restart this? You know what's interesting, AJ? <laughs> my mom does this to me, too. She calls me my brother's name, my dad's name, her cat's name, all before she actually gets to my name. So I guess it's hereditary. Sorry, Miles. <laughs> and AJ. And Wes. It's okay, Brian. <laughs> if I had my eyes closed, I wouldn't have known the difference. Um, you know what's interesting, Wes, is that... Um, is that... I checked out an old article today, and in, in six weeks after, I think it was six weeks, six to eight weeks after the PlayStation VR 2 launched, uh, Sony Sony had declared in a sales report, sales meeting or whatever, that uh, that it had sold 600,000 units. And that was in the first month and a half. Like, do you think, it's got to have crossed the million mark by now, right? Isn't that something they would have announced if it had? Well, I mean, you never know. They don't, they're not in the business of announcing much these days. Um, you would think so. Like I would, I would be surprised if if we hadn't broke a million yet. Um, but I don't necessarily think they would say anything. I think around the anniversary mark would be uh, the time that they would say something if they had something that was impressive to say. I think if if it underperforms, then they just won't say anything. But uh, I think around the one year mark, they'll probably tell us. You know, we sold X million, 1.3, 1.5, whatever it is at that point. Right. Gamers have, gamers have spent this many millions of hours in VR so far. All those stats that are kind of meaningless, but sound impressive if you don't think too hard about right. it. Right. Yeah. They've spent 5 billion seconds in VR. <laughs> right. It adds up, we swear. Uh, I think I think they'll release. I, I, I think what Sony's doing right now is fantastic. Obviously, you know, when, when you really investigate it and see what they've done for VR2, uh, we talked about this at length many times over on on this show. Uh, you know, the number of games that they've paid for that, that wouldn't exist on PSVR2 if it wasn't for them. Uh, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot more than people realize. And so uh, I think they're doing a great job right now. And I, and I, once Resident Evil 4 is out, I feel like that's about the time to announce whatever the next big game is that they're funding. So uh, hopefully we'll see that really soon. And, uh, and, and, and I love the rumors that there's going to be a showcase or, or something uh, or state of play or something next month uh, because I, w- I would love a nice, nice shiny new showcase, Wes. It would be a good time for it, right? Although you, you would think it would happen right around now since Black Friday is in a week or two and we're getting into the thick of uh, holiday shopping season. But yeah, you, you would think so. Before Christmas, they'd like to uh, sell some hardware right. by showing off some games. Which is why they released PSVR 2 right before the holiday season. I'm throwing more shade to us. Yeah. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really just, not, I'm just is, angry today. Yeah. <laughs> Well-deserved shade this time, though. I agree with you. Uh, upgrade D, up, upgrade double D. Is that how they pronounce it? I don't know. Uh, with the $20 tip, says, any port, ports of PSVR games coming to PSVR 2? I think that's what he's saying. Any ports of PSVR games coming to PSVR 2? Uh, we're getting drunken bar fight this week, tomorrow. That's that right? Are we? I didn't know that, but um, sure. Okay. 
Yeah, I'm sure there are more coming too. They, these things typically just uh, tend to drop out of nowhere, and uh, I'm sure that there are many more in the pipe that we just don't even know about. Yeah, and there's um, <clears throat> there's two different things happening as far as I can tell. One is that most studios that have PSVR one games are too small to be working on two projects at once, so they're trying to get us their new game first, and then after that, be like, okay, let's figure out how to get our old game ported over. That that's a big thing. The other big thing is that studios like uh, VR Monkey, uh, who brought us Vampire the uh, Masquerade Justice, uh, and, uh, and and also a shit ton of ports on PSVR one, uh, they you know the studios like them, studios like Nosebleed Interactive, th- these are these are studios that are really good at porting games, and uh, and 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 I think that as more studios find out about them, that we'll get more more ports, uh, more, uh, more PSVR two versions of our favorite PSVR one games. So fingers crossed that happens sooner rather than later. Uh, living legend with a Canadian $2 tip says happy West day. Can't wait for RE four VR two. hope it delivers. Okay. Wes, I swear this is the last time I'm going to ask you this week. Do you think, <laughs> okay, let me, let me rephrase that. I swear this is the last time I'm going to ask you publicly this week. Do you think Resident Evil 4, with all the, like the kind of weird uh, blog posts and, and marketing that it's received so far, they said this winter, which shoots from the middle of December into the uh, middle of March next year, do you, do, you think it's, do you think it's actually coming this year? even though they said in a blog post this year, or was that just, did somebody misspeak and something happened there? Um, it's difficult to say. I, I'm, I'm, when, when I think about that game, I think of about it as coming this year. But I mean, if I want to be like analytical about it and use my common sense, it's probably more likely that they accidentally said this year when they should have said this winter. Uh, but I'm going to be optimistic and say that it's coming this year just because I want it to come this year. I'm going to be optimistic and say that if that rumored Sony showcase is actually happening in December, <laughs> how, what a, what a perfect time, what a perfect fucking time to be like, Oh, uh, here's a little bit more on resident evil four VR. Oh, and by the way, <laughs> it's out right now. <laughs> Of course, if they're going to do a showcase, it's going to be about Resident Evil 4 VR because every showcase is about <laughs> Resident Evil 4 VR. That's right. That's right. It's it's. It, I mean, come on. It, it, in all fairness, I, mean, I can't believe I'm going to defend them on this one. But but in all fairness, this is this is you know one of the uh, one of the probably most requested v- games for us to get in VR. Uh, this is this is one of the one of the most. Uh, one of the highest rated games of the year and so we won't hear yeah, game of the year didn't it just win game of the year at like one of the uh the big award shows i think it did yeah probably some award show i've never heard of before like the like the 41 year running golden joystick awards <laughs> just like yeah it might have been that one actually yeah like i feel like i've heard of them before but i certainly haven't heard of them for 41 years running uh, okay, uh, one more tip, and then we're going to get on with it, uh, and that will be from Waleed is now a game cat, specifically White Tiger with the Canadian $2 tip, says, bought Room VR on sale, loving it. Room VR, uh, Dark Matter on PSVR 2, yeah, great game. Uh, also, by the way, that was a PSVR 1 game brought over to PSVR 2 by Nosebleed, 
this is one of the port studios I was just mentioning. They did a fantastic job on that. So more, please, more, dude, dude. I can't. I swear to you, I'm trying to start the show. I swear to you, Wes. <laughs> I really am. I'm. I'm trying to start the show, but I just can't because I keep thinking of things I'd rather talk about than the things we have planned for today. And I have the best news, which maybe isn't the best news for everybody, but it's the best news in a roundabout way. Um, for a very long time, I had been emailing my contact over at Motion X Studios, um, the people who made Dash Dash World, and no response. I mean, when I say no response, like like for a fucking year, <laughs> right? And so I said, well, maybe that person just doesn't work there anymore, and maybe no one's getting their emails. And so I decided to just reach out to the generic email address and uh, and see what was up. And guess what? Who doesn't work there anymore? I don't know. Who the fuck cares? But, <laughs> dude, they, <laughs> Motion X Studio still exists. They still exist. And they had been trying to get uh, PSVR 2 dev kits from Sony for the longest fucking time. Like, that was, that was the holdup. They've been trying to get PSVR 2 dev kits. And they, they just couldn't. I don't know. I don't know what the holdup was. And so finally, they had to move on to something else, another project, right? So they're, they're working on something else. But they said PSVR 2 plans are still happening. And, uh, and they're just gonna have to like kind of circle back around to it at another point. Um, but they said they want to make it way bigger and way better than the current quest version out there. And so it is not dead. Our dreams of having dash dash world on PSVR 2 are still alive and kicking. They said it could be a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagine so. Um, here's the good news, though. I played uh, I played uh, VR carts this week, or uh, Galaxy Cart, rather. Yes. And uh, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Kind of easy. Like, I didn't have to hit the brake pedal at all. Right. But uh, I did have fun in there with my friends, and I look forward to playing it more. Did you use your racing wheel? Of course, I used the racing wheel. That was like the the best part of it is that I could use the I could steer with one hand and shoot with the other, and uh, it all worked very well. There wasn't a ton of uh, feedback though. I was expecting more like uh, force feedback. Didn't really notice much of that, but um, it was still fun. You you just had resistance, right? Is what you had like just proper resistance? A little bit, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because using the are you also using the Logitech G twenty nine? I am. Okay. So yeah, what we experienced was pretty, pretty much the same. So yeah, it's just, it's just all generic stuff in there right now. Uh, apparently, um, for anyone who's got a Thrustmaster, they Thrustmaster finally got back in touch with VR Monkey, according to the developers on our Discord today, and said, uh, and said, hey, you're good to go. And like all the legal stuff is settled. So like they've got, um, so they're, they're going to be adding proper Thrustmaster support in uh, as soon as possible. So uh, so, I, dude, I don't know if this Dash Dash World news is good or bad uh, for for the Galaxy Cart developers. <laughs> like, it's great because you know Galaxy Cart's uh, coming along and getting better by the day. Um, but uh, but hopefully, but hopefully they have their moment in the sun before Dash Dash makes it out. Because you know, I think once Dash Dash is out, I'll I'll bet her off. Yeah, well, I think so too. But you you never know. I mean, if it's going to be two years down the line, we very well could have Astrobot Racing by then, and I I fully think that we will have that title one day. So uh, hopefully, we see it next year. That would be great. Um, this would be a dream come true, Wes. 
Astrobot is the perfect mascot for a kart racer game. And to have Sony first party do it, I mean, it would just be incredible. Hybrid, obviously. Big big robot hands in VR. Oh yeah, obviously hybrid with crossplay, wheel support, the whole nine, dude. Plus the haptics would be amazing. You know it would. Yes. Um that would be a great title. It would be an all time great VR title if they were to do it right, which I'm sure they would. I agree. Um <clears throat> you wouldn't want that over a new Astrobot rescue mission though, right? Oh no, no, not, sure. not in a million years. Yeah. No, no. Astrobot Rescue Mission is to to date one of my favorite games I've ever played. Um, you know, it it would be something I would need to think about if you gave me the choice of would I rather have Astrobot Racing mm-hmm. or Astrobot Rescue Mission remastered for PSVR two, like. I love the original so much that if they gave that to me with uh, a few more bells and whistles, like um, I may, I may actually would pick that. I love it. It's good. Uh, Giga Dad in the chat reminds us that Galaxy Cart is currently on sale for nine ninety nine right now. Um, so uh, just just remember, if you're picking it up, still a lot of bugs, still a lot of crashes, uh, it, but the game is fun and it's the kind of game that like you kind of deal with that shit for um, because because it's so much fun. Uh, but obviously the developers have been patching it nonstop. So, uh, with the next update, hopefully a lot more smoothness comes with it. Uh, but you know, why, why, why talk about a game that's not out like Astro Karting? I wonder what it'd be called. Um, instead, let's talk about a game that already is out. I, I, I don't know what's going on West. <laughs> You've seen this is all in one sports VR. It's nine sports all-in-one package for PlayStation VR <gasps> 1. 1. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> PlayStation they still VR do that? 1. They make, they make games for that now? Like, they, still? They <laughs> I feel like we're getting more games for that this year than we got last year. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, I think this was like a Vive game or something, right? Was, yeah. Which they haven't made games for Vive in like five years. So, uh, yeah, yeah, a little strange. Well, I mean, at least somebody's delivering on... The thing that we were asking for seven years ago and we were asking sony like please for the love of god we want sports champions in vr like give us the, that it, it would be our vr we sports and it and it kind of seems like these guys are delivering um so ho- hopefully hopefully now that it's on psvr1 we can get a psvr2 version of it i've heard decent things like it doesn't it's, it's not complete trash or anything like that i think it's all single player though um yeah I mean, sure, I guess. Do, do you think anybody will buy this, Brian? Like, anybody? Well, it's interesting that you bring that up, Wes, because I put a, I put a poll up on Twitter. Because I, I, regardless of the game, my guess would have been that no one is buying VR1 games. My, my assumption would have been that, like, people stopped buying PlayStation VR one games a while ago, like long before the PSVR two came out, but there's a decent community out there that still hasn't either upgraded or just picked it up recently for the first time. And like, you know, or, or just is having too much fun with it or doesn't aren't ready to move on to the PSVR two yet. Um, man, I got to check out how many players this actually is. Um, I'll check the store page in a second, but, uh, so I, I did a, I did a little bit of a, a poll on Twitter earlier. So I'm, I'm going to bring that up and see what the results of that are. Um, you know who else did a poll earlier? Ooh, Sorry. I bet she did. I bet. 
Uh, so the poll said, uh, for everyone who owned one, are you still buying PSVR 1 games? Hashtag GameCat Army. Remember, always use hashtag GameCat Army because I'm the only one who does. Uh, the the uh, 13.9%, so roughly 14% of you said, yes, you're still buying PSVR 1 games and you own a PSVR 2. 14% of PSVR 2 owners out there are still buying PSVR 1 games. Um 3.5% said, yes, I'm still buying PSVR 1 games, and I don't own a PSVR 2. So a smaller number, um, but that still adds up to what, like almost 20%, 19% uh, of people who are still buying PSVR 1 games, and then 82%, I guess I could have done math with that number, said, uh, no, I've moved on. So even though it's a small uh, percentage that are still buying PSVR 1 games, that's still a lot of people buying PSVR one games. Yeah. Um, I do think we have to consider though, that the audience are people that follow you on Twitter. So like these people are way more likely than your average gamer to be still playing PSVR one. Um, but with that said, yeah, that's still more than I would have expected. That's like one out of five almost, um, in, in your Twitter audience. Uh, that are still buying these games and um, the releases haven't been all that great um, so <laughs> I mean, maybe I mean I mean I mean to, to be honest though I mean if we're being completely honest about it um, it still might be the best catalog in all of VR back catalog so uh, I mean not everyone got you know review keys for every game like we did some people may still be going back and and buying golem and you know stuff like that that they haven't had a chance to play yet golem i'm glad, um, I'm glad someone mentioned that on today's show that wasn't on my bingo card <laughs> but uh yeah i mean it makes sense there's a lot of great games on there and um for people especially who got into the uh the ecosystem late in its life cycle, it makes sense that those people would still be buying games for it. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I, I think you and I and, and most of the Without Pearl crew kind of consume VR games differently. Like we're so into VR that we've sort of set aside flat screen games. And so, so many people, you know, for the last seven years, we're busy playing fucking AAA first party Sony games, like these killer games like Ghost of Tsushima that like I didn't even touch. And so not all of their time was spent playing VR games. Uh, and so totally understand, um, totally understand people having to play catch up now because they spent all their time playing flat screen games. Um, anyway, uh, I, I, I hope this comes to PSVR too. I, I I don't I don't know many details about it. I was just bring, kind of bringing it up a little bit as a joke. Um, hopefully, it's actually a good game. Uh, it doesn't look phenomenal, but it does look like there's enough sport. There's nine sports here. I don't even know what this one is. They're showing on the screen. That looked fucking weird. Um, I think they invented a new sport. They must have run out of sports, so they invented a new one. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So anyway. I hope they bring PSVR 2 because I want all PSVR 1 games on PSVR 2. What's the harm? Be careful what you ask for, Brian. Because we might get Immortal Legacy? No, I'd love to get Immortal Legacy. Um, we, we might get Weeping Doll, though, if you're not careful. Listen, I'll take Weeping Doll as long as we also get Immortal Legacy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I take the good. It's a fair trade. I take the bad. 
I take them both. And there you have the facts of life. <laughs> I wonder uh, when we're going to get a uh, home sweet home. I wonder There's if they're going to patch home sweet home on PSVR one to work. Right? No, <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't work on Steam either, by the way. It, it's it's broken on both. Is it that same game, like the game-breaking bug near the end of the game where you have to play in flat yeah. screen? What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a pretty intense I was up. so mad because there was other jank that like I had to fight through to get to that point in the game, and I was already frustrated. And then I finally made it to the end, and then the thing had a game-breaking bug, and it just crashed, and there was no way around it other than playing flat. I hated it so much that I didn't finish the game. I'm like, no, I'm not playing this. I refuse. I'm done. You know, you didn't miss out on anything. Uh, in fact, the the worst part of uh, Home Sweet Home, I actually really enjoyed the entire game up until the very end. I didn't enjoy the boss fight where the uh, where the bug happens where it crashes having to play through that in flat screen mode really sucked and then the entire ending was supposed to be like this where you can get back into vr and finish it in vr uh it was kind of it was just kind of a mess it was like almost the developers never got to test that part out either because they couldn't <laughs> make it past the bug and so that's why like you guys it's candle near your face and it's all janky and shit so yeah oh um Kara in the chat says, Immortal Legacy was bugged out for me and the boss never died. Was it the end boss never died? Is that what you said? I've only known of one boss. There's like the tentacle monster or something came out of different holes and like would, yeah. That boss, there was a bug that um, sometimes that boss wouldn't die. Uh, but maybe, yeah, maybe the, maybe the last boss is bugged too. I have no idea. Dude, every time I talk to anybody at any development studio, I, I preach my love of mortal legacy. There are other games that I should be convincing them to find, to get the rights to, but here I am like extolling the virtues of a mortal legacy because I've got nothing better to do with my life. This is, this is what yeah. my life has come well, to. I did the same thing, man. And like, like I, I, uh, I was a big proponent for this game for years on my channel and, and I hyped it up and then it eventually came to steam and people went and bought it. Uh, on Steam, based on what I had said about it on PlayStation, hmm. and everyone that bought it said that it was terrible. <laughs> so I don't know if it was actually like terrible, like a bad port, or if those people, like some of the PlayStation gamers, just hated it. Uh, I'm not sure. I have no idea, man. I have no idea. Yep, but there was definitely uh, it did not have universal love on PSVR, and uh, that's fine. <clears throat> Who doesn't love cookie pie, man? Come on. I love cookie pie. Cookie pie is my favorite Twitch streamer. <laughs> Living Legend with the Canadian $2 tip says, if Switch was to get VR, what game would you want most? Switch? Like like Nintendo Switch? Which Nintendo Switch game would I want in VR most? It would yep. have to be uh, Zelda, right? Like... Um... I don't know if I should say Breath of the Wild or the new one. I haven't played either of them. Um, but that, I mean, that's the right answer, isn't it? No. Uh, there's no? a reason. There's a reason we play a broken, buggy uh, cart game like Galaxy Kart in, because it's great. Uh, right? I got and you. And then we d I desperately you, want Dash Dash World because kart racing in VR is fantastic. Mario Kart 8 is the ultimate kart racer. Like it's one, it's probably the greatest kart racer I've ever played. Uh, and I've played almost every Mario Kart and Crash Team Racing and everything else out there. Um, 
absolutely love Mario Kart 8. Love the track variety, love the detail, love all the power-ups, love everything about it. I don't even mind the blue shell. That's right. You can unsubscribe now. Are you gone? Yeah, that would be good. That's a good choice. Um, Rainbow Road in VR. Yep. Yeah, man. Sign me up. Uh, oh, by the way, I never actually answered. Kara, um, Kara encountered that bug in Immortal Legacy. Um, if you restart the game, uh, it probably shouldn't happen to you. Like, and I know that that sucks to get all the way there and go. Please, for the love of God, I hope it doesn't happen this time. But yeah, yep. I only experienced it once, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And then I restarted the entire game, played through the entire thing again. And it didn't happen the second time. And I was like, oh, thank God. And it doesn't happen all the time, uh, just sometimes. But you can't even like load a save game and try again. Like that's what sucks. You have to start from the beginning and yeah. So, so it's not every time? Nope. I just assumed it was every time. Nope. Nope. In fact, <laughs> like, you know, AJ and I, uh, AJ and I played through, when AJ played through the first time, he didn't experience it. And so he was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? All you have to do is point the gun and shoot. And I was like, I know, that's what I thought too. Um, so... Yep, and so I was like, fuck, I'm restarting this. Told the developers, they were like, it's fine, yeah, it works. But like, they didn't experience it, and then they finally did. And then they didn't fix it. Uh, Wally is now a game cat, specifically White Tiger with Canadian $2 tip, says, bought Room VR on sale, loving it. Did I backtrack? What the hell just happened? I totally oh, no, backtracked. People love the Room VR, and it's, uh, it's very good. So congratulations on picking up a very good game. Although I will say, um, I might like 7th Guest better. Like, I really like 7th Guest. Man, it's it's so tough. It's so tough. I you know, I think Seventh Guest is a very good game. I if the room had a couple more stages, I think it would. There would be no contest. I do like having full locomotion and move, you know being able to move around the environments in Seventh Guest. I just think the puzzles in the room are just so much better. Like on every level sirens on my end these aren't puzzles i've seen before in the room these are brand new puzzles designed for these environments but like you know half of the the puzzles in seventh guess i've I've played those before in other games uh for my entire life so that that's that's the difference for me but i can i can see why people would really enjoy it um The real next tip comes from Macho Macho Macho, the real estate procrastinating game cat with a $10 tip says, use Ghost of Tabor's CEO tweet about the VR game of the year being PSVR 2 exclusives. I like the guy, but bro, first, your game's technically not even out yet, and it's in early access. Two, bring it to PSVR 2 already. Is the Ghost of Tabor dude complaining about... Um, I don't even like what's his what what's the CEO's account? I, I gotta look this up. Uh, I don't know. I thought he normally just tweets through the uh the Ghost of Tabor account. So um, the is it is it uh Chicken Waffle? Is that who that is? No, it would just be Ghost of Tabor, I think. Hold on. Oh no, Chicken Waffle's the baby hands people. It's something waffle, combat waffle, right? Combat waffle, yeah. <laughs> but I haven't I haven't thought of baby hands for a while. Combat chicken. Now the guy's name is uh, Scott Albright. I don't know if he has uh, his own thing or not. So he put a a tweet out on the Ghost of Tabor account. They retweeted it, and oh wait a minute.
Um, you said something about the the uh, VR Awards game of the year finalists. Said we love playing most of the games who made it, but we are biased. But that you know they're they're nominated for that award, so maybe they're mad because they're not nominated for the other one. I don't know. Uh, maybe. <clears throat> early access bro like they won't be nominated for our game of the word you're the word either because they're early access the game's not finished yet yeah i'm still i'm still scrolling uh i don't know, I, i'm obviously not seeing the tweet he's referring to but yep i do just trust me i have a lot to say and, I, and i've already said a lot but i've got even more to say about the the nominees for uh, best vr game of the year uh, I think it's crazy that humanity was there. You can, we can, you know, spout love for humanity all day. Uh, everybody who loves it, I'm, I'm so happy that you do. But VR game of the year, like, you know, we talk about VRAF mechanics. We talk about all sorts of things that, like, you know, make a great VR game. And like, I, I, ju- I can just think of so many games uh, that do it better than humanity. And games that I haven't played, you know, everyone, everyone is jumping up and down saying Vertigo Two absolutely should have been nominated for this over Humanity, um, possibly over Horizon. I don't, you know, again, I haven't played it, so I don't. Uh, know. That's true. Um, I've seen a lot of people like bitching about them being all from PlayStation, mm-hmm. but with the exception of Humanity, they all deserve to be there. And really, off the top of my head, Vertigo Two is the only one big glaring omission now there may be another one that i'm not thinking of um but that seems like to be the real like slight here is that vertigo 2 should have been nominated and it wasn't yeah um but all these other nominees deserve to be there they're great games they're the only triple a vr games that came out this year like what else is supposed to compete with these games I think I think some of the uh, some of the people who are complaining are saying, "Well, these are just v-. and also, what the fuck is this trailer that I put up here? This goes to board, but like, nothing is happening. It's just <laughs> I have no idea." Um, <laughs> professional as always, Wes. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think I think I think the thing that a lot a lot of PC VR gamers are complaining about, or or uh, guest quest gamers as well, is saying, "Well, these are just flat screen games that now have a VR mode that you can also play in VR." And the thing that drives me nuts is that this is what we fucking want. This is what the this is the VR future that we've been asking for. Please, for the love of God, give us these full fledged AAA flat screen games, but just put them in VR. And then, and then we finally get them, and they're getting nominated for awards because, again, it's what we want. And people are like, no, but that's not fair. I was like, no, it's absolutely fucking fair. Think, we're finally getting you, what we want. You'd think that these were gamepad games, that you're just going in the VR like a mod or something and playing with your gamepad. Like, they, they adapted these games fully in the VR. You've got your hands, bro. You can climb, like, physically. So, uh, chill. They're VR games. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but anyway, that, that's, it's, it's just been interesting to kind of watch the reaction. Um, it's been, it's been, a it's been Sony haters hating on Sony the way that they always do. I guarantee any of these people, you can scroll back through their, their comment history and you'll find them shitting on PSVR about some other thing. Um, that's all it is. Yeah. Mostly. They also kill children. Well, I scrolled back I far enough and found out them admitting to murder murdering small children i can't blame them i can't blame them for that though i mean 
No. Who hasn't killed a kid or two, right? But this console war nonsense has to stop. Marcelo Malheros with the two rupees says, Playroom VR? I play Corridor VR. We're not the same. Uh, Corridor VR did show up, by the way, on the PlayStation VR 2 store. Um, it looks terrible if you can if you find the uh, the developer Bear Games or something like that B A R E Games. Uh, they have a TikTok account. That's the only place I could find them. Uh, it made me sad. I deleted my TikTok account because it would probably been easier to contact them. Um, they the game looks bad. It looks real bad, and and uh, it, but I can't find an actual trailer of it, so I got nothing to show you guys here. Um, but it is on the PlayStation VR two section of the PlayStation Store, so that's a thing. That's all I got. Hmm. Yep. Uh, Snafu, yeah, did I have you... no idea. Oh, sorry, that's what, I have no idea what you're even talking about. Yeah, I don't know either. I'll take your word for it. Nope. I wish I knew more what I was talking about. Um, I have I can't get a feel for what the game is. There, there are multiple games called Corridor VR, which is the hard part. You find a trailer and go, oh, this actually looks good. It's like a good haunted house type game. And then you're like, oh, this isn't the game that they're actually trying to sell us <laughs> on the PlayStation Store. Um, Snafu with a $2 tip says, Snafu is buying PSVR 1 games on sale though. Meow. Meow to you, sir. Or madam. Uh, yeah, on sale. I mean, that's, that's the best answer. Is that uh, PSVR one games are mad cheap lately? And they just go on crazy discounted eighty percent off sales. You know, it's like uh, fire sales. What's happening? So this is the time to get them. If you still get your PSVR one hooked up and you're still playing it, then Jesus, you can get a lot of good deals on it. I want to talk to Samson one four three VR with the five dollar tip. Says I started. I'm start just starting now, but at one point seven speed. See y'all live soon. It's very interesting. I can't <laughs> believe that some people consume uh, YouTube at a faster rate. I feel like maybe I should talk slower, Wes, in that this will sound exactly normal. what I was going to say, Brian. <laughs> 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 He'll never back this is right, it, that's enough is it in the chat says 1.75 is easy mode yeah is it is it a 2x guy all the way um and and you're yeah is it you're the first person i thought of when i read this tip because uh he's insane like that it's like let's, con let's consume twice as much content but enjoy it 20 percent as much as we would have normally um Oh, sorry. He, he actually, uh, Samson asked a question. I was ready to skip past it, you know, because we're going so fast. Um, he says, what's the happiest VR game for you all? The happiest VR game? The happiest VR game. I mean, I feel like I feel like I, I hate bringing it up because we've already brought it up. And I feel like I'm just kind of like taking the easy Astrobot. way out. But yeah, Astro, if you don't smile playing yeah. Astrobot... Like the music is so fun and bouncy and so well composed and like when when Astrobot goes running by you like on a on a zip line or something like he like he looks at you and waves like just as you're controlling him there's it's such a happy fucking game that if you don't smile while you're playing it I don't something's wrong with you <laughs> work on that is there a better answer? It's odd that you said that because that's exactly where my mind went was Astrobot the only other thing I would say is like maybe 
uh, Accounting Plus because I just fucking laugh the whole time I play that game. Uh, but Astrobot, it's just so cute. You're right. From the moment that the uh, opening theme starts, um, you just you can't help but smile when you're playing it. So I think that's the happiest VR game. Yeah, I think so. Sorry, sirens on my end. Um, man, I miss Astro. So so fucking cute. Uh, we're going to get back to tips in a second here, but I want to make sure we don't completely ignore the show uh, because we also have some really great news. God damn, these sirens are loud. Um, for all you Jeff Minter fans out there, I've, I'm screaming over the sirens now. For all you Jeff Minter fans out there who loved Polybius and loved all the Llama Soft games that came to PSVR 1, well, guess what? We'd mentioned this a while ago because it showed up on the PSVR 2 store, but now it's official. Aka R is also coming to PSVR 2. Two, desperately trying to find the trailer so I can put it up on the screen here for anyone unfamiliar with it. Um, this is great news. This is great news. I really thought he was done with with PSVR uh, with VR in general, mostly because uh, he seemed to not like the, the the thought of being like, "Oh, you guys want me to bring my game to PSVR too?" But then, you know, well, not the, sh- the thing was, the, the thing was, is uh, when he was talking about that, yeah, is at that point in time, the entire PSVR 2 community expected every upgrade to be free. Yep. And he says, he's basically saying, I, I can't do that for free. Right. Um, but it's a different it's a di- different atmosphere now, and people are more open to the idea of paying for it. So hopefully, you know, th- there's been talk of another game. Hopefully that other game is Polybius PSVR 2. Yeah, I mean that would be fantastic. Obviously, Polybius. I mean, the other ones he brought over were were were, were fine, uh, but yeah, it did not have the same appeal that Polybius had. Uh, Aka R looks interesting. I don't know exactly how it's played. I lost interest in it when I found out that it wasn't going to be PSVR two, and now that it is, I'm suddenly interested again. All these particle effects are going to look amazing. Uh, running yes. like you know, super sampled, over the top, crazy resolution, flying at her face, gonna be awesome. People keep people. We were talking about mushrooms on um, Monday show, Wes. Uh, we're talking about uh, the best the best games to play on psychedelics, and I think that you know maybe th- this might be up there, and Polybius is up there as well. Pretty fucking intense. Oh, for sure, for sure, Polybius is up there. Like you, you that that might be the happiest VR game. Like <laughs> watch, go go after you watch after the games cast. People go watch any gameplay stream of someone playing Polybius in VR where they show their face. I guarantee you they are smiling from ear to ear the whole time that they're playing. They're also grinding their just, teeth, but just ignore yeah, that. It's so crazy. Um, and I think this game is going to be so crazy as well. So uh, the crazy thing is, uh, Wes, we were talking about this a little bit before the show, but I'd like to expand on it. Uh, if you go over to the yakyak.org uh, site where this where this all went down, where, where um, the developer basically said, hey, yeah, this is this is happening. It's done. We're just waiting for a release date, like certification. We're through it. We've passed. Um, so this is happening really, really soon. I, I likely will get this before the end of the year. Um, if you scroll down enough and like get back to the beginning of the conversation, it sounds like Sony... We're like asking him to put the VR mode in. This was like a Sony request. Is is that crazy? Like people keep saying Sony doesn't care about VR, but here's Sony being like, "Hey, can you put VR in this game for us? Can you add VR support?" 
And I think that's, I think that's amazing. I think that's really telling actually. Yeah, I think it's great. I think it's great that they know who their VR devs are and they're going to them and saying, Hey, why don't you do what you're supposed to do and make a damn VR game? Um, because apparently the community saying it wasn't enough. Uh, and I guarantee if, if Sony went to, to these people and asked them to do VR, they didn't say yes just because Sony asked them to do it. They said yes because Sony gave them money to do it. And um, I think it's awesome. And they probably didn't have to give them you know $7.50 to make it happen. But it's cool that they did it anyway. Yeah, agreed. Um, I, I just I just hope we start hearing more and more of these stories and everything. So, um, so Sony, Sony saving VR. You heard it here first. Just kidding. Um, I'm, I'm just reading through the comments. Actually, uh, I, I was a little bit surprised. Um, I, I I didn't I didn't you know I I didn't have much love for Moose Life. That that was the game that I was looking forward to uh, on Minter's last. PSVR one release. It was like two games in one, and Moose Life was the one that I was like, I just ended up not really spending uh, as much time with. No, that's not right. Moose Life, dude, I totally got this wrong. What's the uh, game? Yeah, I thought. Uh, yeah, I was wondering, what are you talking about, dude? Yeah. Like, you're, you're talking about the Minotaur Arcade. That's the one. Um, what's what? Which what, I agree. What animal are you playing as in the side scrolling one? It's it's not moose. It's not a moose. What game is it's that? It's a goat. Goat. You're a goat. Goat you're up. Playing a, the goat up is it's called yes um the, yeah there's two games in one goat up and um some kind of sweep something sweeper um oh it was grid runner grid grid runner yeah grid runner or something yeah is that right um I anyway I made that up <laughs> yeah anyway that that was the, that game was fine it wasn't great and, and especially following up polybius it was a little bit of a letdown uh, but Moose Life was good. I enjoyed Moose Life. It reminded me of Polybius, but it wasn't as polished as Polybius is in terms of like the graphics and sound. Uh, the graphics and sound in Polybius are top notch, and it's the best thing that uh, Lomasoft's ever done. So um, I'm hopeful that this Aka R is on that level, and it looks like it might be actually. Yeah, and uh, just for just to kind of put an end to this uh the developer over on yakyak.org said uh quote we passed all certs it seems uh when's it going to be out we don't know it's now out of my hands uh but it's done and as far as i know uh it's all done and correct now uh they went through it seems like it seems like they went through hell kind of like getting this implemented so there's a lot of things about psvr2 that he still doesn't quite understand um so yeah. apparently there, there may be a bigger learning curve here than than we were led to understand i'm hearing this i'm hearing this a lot these days from different studios and different developers um apparently uh psvr2 is not the most simplistic thing in the world to develop for and apparently sony doesn't give people very much help with figuring it out either well that might account for a lot of these delays in a lot of these uh games that released maybe in not the best state um but this, this also happened in the PS PlayStation 2 era, back in the day, PlayStation 3 era. It, it took developers time to, to learn the hardware, learn the architecture, and before you knew it, within a couple of years, I mean, it was everything, everything was looking fantastic. So uh, hopefully, hopefully it won't take too long for shit to get settled. Uh, and speaking of delays, uh, we got an announcement today uh, from Fallen Planet Studios 
about the delay of affected the asylum. Um, now, before we even get into what they said, I do I do want to say I feel like they could have just not made this announcement and no one would have like even lifted an eyebrow because I had no idea. Like, I mean, I stay on top of this shit and I had no idea that affected the asylum was supposed to come out this year. Was I I was expecting it. I was expecting it to come out this year, but only because they started uh, promoting it this year. Now, Now, this is a game that we've known is coming since pretty much the first one launched. They've been saying that I think there's a trilogy, right? And this is the next installment in it. And um, for the longest time, we thought it was dead. Uh, but then we realized through some kind of a te- teaser trailer or something that the game is still alive and still in development. And then they've taken the uh, opportunity a couple times this year to promote it. So we all just kind of assumed it was coming this year. Uh, but I'm not shocked that it's not. Like, this is kind of par for the course for uh, this studio. And uh, it'll come out when it's ready, apparently. Yeah. Uh, the great thing is, is that, you know, according to this uh, initial teaser trailer that they put out, uh, it's four player multiplayer, I believe. And that was something that a lot of people had requested in the original effect of the manor saying, hey, you know, we want to go through this shit with our friends. I, I'm curious, obviously, like I, I want to play through it first by myself and, and see, yes. uh, you know, and because I want to be terrified. I want to be scared. And I think if I got three friends to hide behind. Because this is what You'd I do in real life too. Right? You'll laugh them. at yeah. You'll laugh at all the jump scares, and uh, people will goof off, and it'll ruin it. I agree. I'm not a big fan of multiplayer in horror games uh, in general. Yeah, in general, I'm not either. But I will say, it might not be as scary, but it tends to be a lot more fun. So I'm not. I'm certainly not knocking it because uh, playing playing all the shit in VR with friends has been really incredible what you gotta do is just uh hang out with pussies people that all get scared then you can get scared together (laughs) um cool i just i just in that moment picked out all the pussies i know (laughs) he means you if you're thinking does he mean me then yes he means you probably means you um you're you're not it wes you're you're (laughs) you're not it uh miles however Miles is a pussy, just like me. That's why it's okay to call him that. Uh, this is the post over on Reddit. Uh, yeah, I think I have an easier way to read this here. Uh, real, I'm just going to read through this real quickly um, because I, th- I think it was well said, and I think this might also relate to the previous story we just had. Uh, at Fallen Planet Studios, we're on an exciting and challenging journey developing our latest title, Effect of the Asylum. We recently made the decision to push the release of Asylum back to next year. Uh, we just feel that giving ourselves more time is the best thing you can do for the game, which in turn makes it the best thing you can do for the players. We are aware that we are aware we join a list of other VR titles that have also made similar announcements lately, recently, and that's the word, which although can be disappointing for some fans, it highlights how time will always be a studio's greatest resource in the unend pursuit of making great games. As a small but growing studio, our commitment to a healthy workplace and supportive culture is paramount advocating a no crunch policy and prioritizing our games, our team's well-being. This approach directly feeds into our goals of delivering a release ready title from day one, whilst avoiding the pitfalls of rush development. We really appreciate your support, patience, and understanding your enthusiasm fuels our efforts and your anticipation for the next release and the affected franchise continue to inspire us. We can't wait to bring you more updates next year. Fallen Planet. Bravo. Indeed. Good for you. 
I'm just glad that developers and, and publishers are hearing the cries of people saying, just delay the fucking game. Like, yes, we, I, we understand that you want money as soon as possible because you're a business and you rely on money in order to uh, continue making games. We understand that. However, uh, it's just better for your studio, better, like better you, your studio will out. I, I think it's short sighted to release a broken game and say, oh, we'll just patch it in the next month or so. Because then the next time a studio puts that same studio puts out a game, there's not as much confidence. Um, it may be like some people will have lost interest completely. Um, it's taking uh, it's taking a lot of us a long time, I think, to get to that point to like lose faith in developers. Um, but I think it's starting to finally happen. We're like, oh yeah, yeah. The veneer is starting. Well, to we're crack. starting to see people um, that have uh, pre-orders up not send out review keys so that people don't cancel their fucking pre-orders like that's right. shady and that that will make people lose confidence putting out bad games and just saying we'll patch it later it doesn't only harm your reputation as a studio it harms the reputation of vr developers as a whole and it, and it erodes the trust of the uh, the gaming community and people's patience is starting to wear thin so um it's a sad state that we're in where we have to actually applaud developers for delaying their game but uh that's absolutely where we're at and i always uh commend developers for doing uh what once would have been considered a brave act in coming out and saying you know what we're just not ready um so good for you uh we'd rather i've said it a thousand times we would rather wait for the game than wait for a patch yep. and uh yeah maybe next by next halloween we'll have this one. Oh yeah maybe that'd be perfect um speaking of games that review keys were not sent out for and probably we're not ready to launch ghostbusters rise of the ghost lord uh announced, I believe, just last week that they were going to be putting out uh, two new game modes before the end of the year for Ghostbusters VR Rise of the Ghost Lord, and uh, I did not expect at all that we were going to be getting one of these game modes so quickly. One of them is coming out tomorrow, and that is the uh, Heist and Seek mode, which is, I don't know, maybe it's just me. Maybe I haven't read this carefully enough, but I swear I've read through the PlayStation blog twice now, and I still don't fucking understand uh this mode whatsoever um but i'm but i'm sure i'm sure someone in the chat will say oh it's just like that left for dead mode or something you know where it's like makes perfect sense to other people um let me let me read through this real quick because uh i, I want to hear if you guys out there think that this makes more sense than i do uh, i'm absolutely lost not going to lie. Heist and Seeks, the first competitive mode in Ghostbusters Rise of the Ghost Lord, brings a thrilling twist to ROTGL gameplay. That's unnecessary. Uh, three bank robbing brothers from the great beyond are carrying out a heist for old time's sake, and it's up to the Ghostbusters to put them away for good. In this game mode, players must team up to encounter each ghostly crook one at a time. So far, so good. Locate the first gigantic pile of gold and ba battle a stream of golden ghosts while the polter heist takes cover. When all the go golden ghosts are defeated, the Ghostbusters will follow him to the next gold pile where he and his brother have a new team of golden ghosts ready for battle. If the Ghostbusters make it, they must follow the brothers one last time to the final showdown. But there's a twist. The greed of the bandits rubs off on the players, and now teammates are pitted against one another to compete 
four catches. If a Ghostbuster goes down, the money they've collected in the mission so far can be stolen by the reviving player on the team. Friendships will be tested when the Ghostbuster with the most loot emerges victorious in this winner-take-all twist on the game. What? <laughs> okay. All right. So this is a game that starts out as a co-op a co-op experience, as a co-op game. But in the final match... Uh, they switch it up and make it competitive. So each time you kill one of these golden ghosts, you get money for for catching them. Mm -hmm. um, but at the end of the match, a, a winner is declared by whoever has the most money. And if you go down, uh, whoever revives you can steal your money. So basically, the last of three uh, stages of the level is a competitive stage. And a winner will be declared at the end of it. Okay. I when they called it a competitive mode, like I I, I was thinking more PvP, but you still have to be you, you are you're still doing everything you're doing, it has to be very much co op related. You just have to be a dick when you play. That's the deal. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, <laughs> serial killer says if you don't revive your teammates, everyone wins. I I don't I don't know. This is there's a lot of, uh, I'm sure it's way more simple than, than me reading that made it out to be. And so, uh, I'm oddly interested in this West. Do you, do you think new game modes is what rise of the ghost Lord needs to be successful and kind of pull it out of its, you know, launch launch window doldrums? I think it's one of a few things that it needs, uh, but it's one of the big ones. It needs new game modes. It needs new levels. It needs more frequent and more, uh, story, story content in between um, gameplay sessions like the first couple of uh, kind of cut scenes come fairly quickly but after that like they're pretty few and far between mm. um, so the, the game needs a lot more variety because it's being sold as a co-op game that's meant to be replayable uh, even beyond the campaign and for it to kind of achieve that status it needs it needs variety it needs more levels it needs more game modes it just needs more, and this is the first in what I hope turns out to be many steps in that direction. I think that both of these levels or, or modes are probably ready right now, but they're releasing this one to see if people will say, okay, now that's enough content, now they can charge us. I think we'll, they're, they're basically just testing the water, because this these both were probably meant to be paid DLC, and uh, they saw that people weren't happy, so now some of the paid content's trickling out in, a, in an attempt to pacify people who were upset at uh, having paid $35 for this. My God, can you imagine if they had held this behind the extra $20 paywall? That would have been maddening. Yeah. Absolutely maddening. Yeah. Yeah, there's... Yeah, it was it was expensive for what it was to begin with, and uh, I think they have a long way to go before they actually get to the thirty five dollar uh, price point of this game. Right now, it just feels so kind of empty. Um, also, I, I feel like even though each game mode has a specific extra little thing you're doing, they all still kind of feel the same. Because now, and this is going to be the dumbest thing I've ever said out of context, but you're still just fucking busting ghosts. And it all feels way too similar all the time. Like I don't think the like the upgrades don't do enough, and uh, you're you're constantly killing that same boss over and over again. 
you know, not the ghost lord, but the but that mid boss that you, you experience yeah, constantly. Yeah, it's like, oh, now yeah. this arm, now this arm, now this leg, now this leg. Go oh, fuck yourself. Like, it, we just the busting of the ghost itself, the core gameplay needs more variety and more interesting things to do while you're doing it. Um, it just feels you. It should never be boring being a Ghostbuster. And somehow they kind of made it a little boring. And I, I'm shocked by that. So. I wish that they would make a realistic Ghostbusters game where, like, it, sure, it could be like Ghostbusters franchise or whatever, but we can take the cartooniness out of it and make it like Phasmophobia. And now you have to, like, take your, your proton pack and try to wrangle down one of these wraiths or something that's evil and trying to kill you that would be fun speaking of phasmophobia when the hell we get a new release date for that i don't know when it's ready apparently yeah and and that's fine like when whenever it's ready i'll take it um here let's tackle a couple more tips here um Sorry, I'm all over the place right now. Uh, Upgrade Double D with the $5 tip says, can you imagine a legit Metal Gear Solid or Splinter Cell game in VR? Totally having to peek around corners, hide behind things, stealth in VR would be sick. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade was pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a few. There's been a few uh, decent stealth games that kind of play with these uh, these themes and these mechanics a little bit. But you're right, it would be cool, cool to have like the ultimate really well done AAA version of that. Yep. I want to hide in a cardboard box in VR. Wait, I feel like I've done that. Kitty Apocalypse, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I know that I've done it, though. I just can't remember. I was looking, I remember looking at the corrugation and the cutout and being like, ah, this is what Metal Gear would be like. They've been losing my mind. Um, macho, 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 the real estate procrastinating game cap with the $5 tip says, correction in hopes of future game of the... In future GOT... Sorry, Ghost of Tabor. <laughs> I'm so off. Correction, in hopes of future Ghost of Tabor CEO interview, it was a uh, Ghost of Tabor developer, not the CEO. I posted it on Discord. I'm guessing that's what my notification is. Thank you, Macho. I appreciate that. Um, we'll definitely definitely check that out. Um, fifth, with the Australian $5 tip, says, Brian, did you find anything out about Kill It With Fire crashing problem uh, at work? Sorry if you mentioned it already. It's weird. Uh, so I, I played Kill It With Fire VR over the course of three gameplay sessions. Uh, and so that means I did load my save twice. It seems like most people who are playing it right now, or a lot of people who are playing it, going in, playing the game, they go back in later, load their save, and it crashes. And so like the only thing they can do is start over again. Uh, and it just keeps happening. So uh, I, did, I did talk to uh, the game director, I believe, over... Uh, at tiny build and sent him like, I just, I just quoted everyone's complaints and said, this, this is happening to a bunch of people. Uh, and so, but I have not heard back from him. So hopefully they are aware of it and they're fixing the problem, but I have not heard anything back. I apologize. Um, but I am always trying to pass your word along guys. Anytime, anytime I can, you know, get, developers are really, really good about, um, listening to communities communities these days but some of them aren't so much so anytime i can step in and help out i really i really like being able to do that et.2k9.now with the five dollar tip says that slow talking 
uh, is going to mess up some cats listening on 2X. Thanks, Wes. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. It's like the highlight of the show, I think. Uh, now let's try the game feeling with a $5 tip says knowing a Jeff Minter game is coming to PSVR two is the best news I've heard all day. I feel like I second that it's yeah. the best news I've heard all day. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I think I'm with you. Although I guess, I don't know. We also heard that it affected the asylum. Nope. Affected the manor complete edition is coming to PSVR two. Uh, we're getting that so that's not quite as exciting but it's exciting i don't know i just forgot to mention it so i figured i'd throw it in now yeah that's some other good news it is other good news i like it uh living legend with the canadian two dollar tip says luigi's mansion needs a movie i mean if if the bigger question i guess at this point considering what we've heard about the legend of zelda movie is would luigi's mansion be live action It would probably be like the Mario movie was that kind of in between um, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd be down with the Luigi's Mansion movie, though. That would be cool. Sure. Yeah. I like the Mario movie. It was good. I didn't get through it. I just, it, was, it wasn't doing it for me. I was, it was too fucking happy. It was fine. It seemed a little too, it seemed a little too short. Like it was a, it, like the pacing, it, it went too quickly. Um, it should have been probably 30 or 45 minutes longer and, and paced a, a lot more uh, slowly. But uh, I enjoyed it. There was a lot of nostalgia and stuff like that, fan service in there. It was nice. cool. I got enough nostalgia with Wonder. I didn't need to watch a movie. Wonder was really good. Not great. It's really good. Um, also, since we're on Nintendo topic yet again, I did see uh, I did see Flame Hat, the game cat, by the way, earlier in the chat, mention that were absolute morons for not mentioning uh, his words, not mine, um, not mentioning that Metroid VR, Metroid Prime VR would be like the ultimate VR game. We, we need that shit. So, yeah, um, there are ways to play the original in VR right now. Uh, Dolphin VR emulator. Uh, if you have a PC, uh, you can set that up to play the original Metroid Prime in full 3D, six off VR. Eh. Meh. Just saying. Meh. I don't. I don't want to do stuff. So yeah, I, I, it's a lot of stuff. It I, is. It is work. I, I watched, tried to do it once and it didn't work. So I watched Tatum try to uh, play the Overdark uh, demo that came out on Steam, mm-hmm. uh, which obviously Overdark is also coming to PSVR too. And that was dude, nightmare. Nightmare trying to watch PC VR gamers make their shit work. Like, <laughs> that's, that's, how, how do you guys do it? Like video games used to be fun and now they're just work. It's crazy. Oh, PC. Ace Gamer, the game cat turd duck kitten. Got it right that time. Uh, with the $13.37. Just listening after getting off of an eight and a half hour work call. Oh, somebody shoot me. That sounds awful. Thanks for helping me decompress. You guys are awesome. Awesome. You guys are awesome. <sighs> been a long day uh, he says also hashtag bngch thank you so much for contributing to the hashtag bngch fund something it's something about getting myself my own merch getting a ho- game cat hoodie hmm. for me yeah. oh yeah yeah yep uh 
And then Smith 2332 with the $5 tip says $5 for Brian's Nestle fund. I you need some uh, chocolate, Brian? Maybe. Thanks, Smith. Nestle. Uh, it's, right. it's probably right in front of me, reference I'm not getting, but thanks, Smith. I'm sure there's going to be a clarification that comes up in the chat, so let's just move on. Yeah. Uh, another news story uh, is that, and I think this just happened this morning, right? Uh, was that we are officially getting more Arizona Sunshine 2 stuff happening, gameplay, more gameplay stuff, developer AMA things, lots of Arizona Sunshine 2 stuff happening this Friday. Uh, do you happen to have a date, uh, a time on that, Wes? I'm, I'm um, let's see, 5 p.m. CET. So um, I think it's noon. Hold on. Let me see. What time is it CET? All right. So it's 1.16 CET. So it's six hours. So it'll be 11 a.m. Eastern on Friday. Sorry, I didn't realize that Nestle uh, was was hated or or that there was even an issue with Nestle. Um, uh, but but B Smith says with another two dollar tip says it's called back to Brian's support of bad companies. I was I was talking some shit on Monday about okay. J.K. Rowling and uh, Chick Fil A, which by the way, I'm. I, I just I just want to be real clear about something. Like when I talk shit about something, you know, like I'm a human being. I have I have things that I like. I have things that I hate. And um, you know, I'm not I'm not all about cancel culture or anything like that. I would never tell anybody they shouldn't play something or shouldn't watch something or shouldn't eat somewhere. It's like do whatever the fuck you want, right? It's like or or anything. We wouldn't tell people what to believe. Period. No nobody understands fully the reality of this fucking crazy life that we're living. So nobody has the right to tell anybody else what to think. And uh, Brian and I have talked about this before. I mean, pe everyone has their own beliefs, but uh, they have, they're completely entitled to that. Yep. So, yeah, if you want to eat a chicken sandwich from uh, Hitler's Chicken Shack, then, then go for it. Okay? Dude. Ho hopefully it's good chicken. <laughs> if I was walking down the street and I saw someplace called Hitler's Chicken Shack, <laughs> listen, no disrespect to any Jewish person or any, any person that's been persecuted in the past, but God damn, I'd have to go in and see what's going on in that building. And I think everybody else would have to check that shit out too. Like I might not order oh, food, okay. but you know, I'm walking in there just to see what the hell is going on in Hitler's chicken shack. Jeez. Dude, it's taking everything I have in me right now, not to start railing off uh, jokes about what's on the menu. Like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> Out of respect for your channel, I'm just going to be quiet. <laughs> oh man, we need to do a Patreon exclusive for this shit. <laughs> wow. That hurt. That was so funny, it hurt. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> uh, what I what, what, you know, there were there were a couple of people that posted some negative comments and and you know were basically just like explain yourself. And I was like, and but but what I really love is that it does it doesn't matter, right? I'll, I'll say something you guys disagree with. You guys say something I disagree with. And the fact is, is that like this community is one of the most uh, like diverse and most understanding and 
like one of the greatest communities I've ever been part of. And that's something that we pride ourselves on. This whole community has just been fucking very open and accepting. And the fact that we are also tolerant of each other's viewpoints uh, is fantastic. So, boy, I brought, I brought that fucking joke right down to a serious level again, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Hitler's Chicken Shack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to change the title and the thumbnail of this video when we're done. Oh. I'm just going to be Hitler's oh. Chicken Shack, PSVR 2 Gamescast Live. It's amazing. That's amazing. <sighs> Oh man, the comments are incredible. We're not going to read them out loud, but I fucking love you guys. <laughs> oh boy. Um, and I think that gets us caught up on tips. <laughs> wow. I think we were supposed to say something about Arizona Sunshine too in there somewhere. I think we were. I think we were. So luckily uh, over on Twitter, uh, Vertigo Games said that this Friday, at whatever time we figured out, uh, they're going to be uh, doing some more stuff, revealing uh, more information about Arizona Sunshine 2. And the good thing about that is that, uh, let's see, yeah, so here it is. So they're calling it the Arizona Sunshine 2 Gameplay Showcase. Um, ready for more gory deets? Mark your calendars for, exactly. Um, the showcase will be filled with gore, guts, and good company. Join us for fresh gameplay with developer commentary, co-op details, surprise guests. Man, I hope Blossom shows up. Be a very special episode. It's going to be nathy. It's going to be nathy. Nobody's going to care. I'm just kidding. I don't know. It's not going to be nathy. I'd care. I'd be, like, I'd be like, how'd you get that gig? <laughs> oh, right. You don't <laughs> shit on Vertigo every time they come up. That's how you got that gig. <laughs> um. And more creator highlights and more. Uh, so there's a lot of shit going down, and uh, I've got to ask you, Wes. Uh, obviously, we're all excited for Arizona Sunshine too, uh, despite maybe a little bit of hesitance. To, I mean, we've been burned so many times this year. We've been burned so many times by games we we're really, really looking forward to. And so I, I and I think so. If you're not a little bit hesitant about this game, then you're out of your goddamn mind. But that's just because of what's been going on this year in the VR space and, and PSVR two also. So, uh, but what what do you want to see this Friday? What what will really make you feel confident about this game and maybe erase any of those concerns that you that you might be having? I, I'm I'm putting words in your mouth. I'm I have some concerns, but I don't know if you have concerns. Not really, man. Uh, my my really my only concerns with this is that. Uh, all platforms are not going to be created equal. Uh, I'm hoping that it's truly ready to go on PlayStation VR when it launches in, what, three weeks? Um, but the, I don't have much concern about the game. I, I think I have a pretty good grasp on what this game is going to be, and I think I'm going to love it. Uh, I do think that the naysayers out there will have some stuff to say nay about i think um much like the original arizona sunshine that this isn't going to be the deepest game in terms of complexity it's going to be a linear action game um much like the the first one uh but i'm fine with that i think the the production values are going to be off the chart i think it's going to be fun to play it could very well be kind of short but uh i don't know that um i'm prepared for it if it is though um I think honestly, I think that Half-Life Alex is a good comparison for for this game because everything I just said is true about Half-Life Alex, other than it being kind of short. You know, Half-Life Alex is like fifteen or twenty hours or something to play through it. Um, 
but it's linear. It, it's it's action based. It's pretty uh, simple concept. Uh, there aren't very many different guns and items in it, but it's super polished and super fun. And that's what I think this game's going to be. And I think um, I think that there's been some suspicion about this game because they were so slow to show off gameplay and they haven't shown very much gameplay and i think that that's what this friday is all about is to put those suspicions to bed here just a few weeks out from um from launch day i think they're trying to show people that they're bringing the goods and that it's okay to pre-order although i would never pre-order anything ever again good call uh here's what i'm hoping um, I'm hoping that we see, I hope, I hope they just have to say, here, here's, here's five minutes of the game. Here's what you're doing moment to moment. We know it's, we know it's a zombie shooter. We understand that. Right. But I just want to like, <clears throat> what has been improved since Arizona sunshine one, right? Ha- have they been keeping up with the times? I remember in Arizona sunshine one, you walk up to a, which, which was a game originally designed and developed around the concept of teleportation and then full locomotion was added in later. So obviously some things like climbing ladders meant it faded out and then you faded in at the top of the ladder. And I don't want that. Like this is, I I want this game to be as VRAF as possible. I want Vertigo to deliver this game that just feels good to play. And that does mean including VRAF elements. A lot of things have changed in the last seven years. And so I just kind of want to see five full minutes of like, this is what it feels like to walk through this world. And here are some items that you can pick up. And do you have an inventory this time? You know, rather than just like, because in the first game, you would find burgers to restore your health, but like you couldn't carry a burger with you. Like that drove me nuts. And so like, these are little kind of like, you know, improvements that I think would add up to be something great. I'm I'm 100% fine with a linear story. That is actually what I want because... I think we both said this, West. That's what we wanted from After the Fall. That would that was yeah. the game we wanted, even though you ended up loving After the Fall, and I didn't. This is the game we've been looking forward to from Vertigo. So, uh, I agree. Now, what do you th- what do you think are the co op details they could possibly be revealing? Do you think it could be more than two players? Do you think that they haven't actually mentioned? Have they actually confirmed crossplay yet? Are these the kind of details they're going to reveal? Probably. I, I hope crossplay is available at launch. Um, you know, some, somebody pointed out that the, the PlayStation Store has this listed as a four-player game, um, which I thought would most likely, and still think is most likely, uh, a typo. But I, I think that it is possible that what we see Friday is the revelation of some new game modes, some multiplayer modes. And those could have four players, and that could be what they're alluding to here. There could be like a four-player horde mode, like the original uh, or there had could a four-player be four-player horde, right? What, was it four players in the I think, original? I think it was. Oh, I don't know. I didn't play much of the horde mode in the original one. Um, but yeah, I think we could see some like after the fall style um, modes in this, and maybe some uh, timed runs and things like that. Um, that's meant to give the game more uh, replayability and appeal uh, as a multiplayer title. So, yeah, I think that'll probably be the main focus of the thing. Honestly, I don't think that they're going to want to give away too much of their campaign, uh, but I think they'll let us see how the game works, you know, how it looks, how it plays by showing us some of the uh, the alternate modes. If they reveal that the whole campaign is playable in four players, I will pre-order. That would be weird. It would be weird though. How could how could the the story support that? It's 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 
it's hard enough to ignore the fact that you're playing two players in a single player story. Like they do that and you just kind of ignore that, mm-hmm. that it's a single player story and you have a friend with you. Um, I think it would be a lot more weird if you had like a group of people, but I mean, I guess it would be fine. It would be fun. You know? I mean, I'm the person who played dead Island one, which is a four player co-op campaign. I played that shit single player. <laughs> right? Right. And it was weird. <laughs> So, uh, but I'm fine with it. You know, like I, my tastes have changed. The way I, w- I play games has changed. And, uh, and I'm, oh, thank you. Uh, Melkai, the soul reaving game cat does confirm that you could have four in horde mode in Arizona sunshine one. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I remember, I just remember some late nights playing with like Lewis Knight and some of the OG cats, um, like, and just be like having an absolute blast. Like we did not spend much time in horde mode, but like one night we spent some time in horde mode and it was really fun. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, this would be uh, this is this this is really. I think this game is on everybody's radar, and, uh, and, I, and I just I I apologize if I if I do act negative every time this comes up, but I I really do want this to be good. I really do. Oh, it's my most highly anticipated game of, for the rest of the year, with the exception of maybe Resident Evil Four if it's coming this year. But but I'm looking forward to Arizona Sunshine Two more than Asgard's Wrath Two. I'm looking forward to it more than Assassin's Creed. Like uh, I can't wait to play this game. Nice. Well, <clears throat> we didn't have to wait to play Colossal Cave because that game came out today, and because we're good little co-hosts. Uh, we both played a bunch of Colossal Cave VR and Sirens on My Hands. Uh, it, dude, I, I, I gotta say, before we even really get started in this, uh, I am absolutely, I don't, I don't know if this registered prior, maybe, maybe once I got into the game, uh, that's when it registered, but the fact that this is a text adventure game from like 1976 or something like that, uh, it's the oldest form of PC gaming. Like really mm-hmm. the oldest form of PC gaming, like pre graphics, pre line drawings on the screen, just text. They, they yeah. describe what you're seeing and then you type in what you want to do. I played some of this shit when I was young, I played like hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy and Zork, uh, these old infocom games. It's the oldest form of PC gaming and they've updated it to essentially what's the newest form of gaming, which is the most yeah. immersive type of gaming you can have that's in VR. And so it feels like it missed a few stops on the road. Like this feels like maybe it should have come out, I don't know, on uh, like Super Nintendo or something and like gotten a couple more stops. But but we went directly from the oldest to the newest form of gaming you could have. And uh, and it's and it's kind of fascinating to me. Um, but 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 enough enough about that. Let's talk about the game itself. What uh, you you get to spend a little bit of time in this today. What were you, what were your thoughts on it? Uh, I don't know. You, do you, do we want to start with the good stuff or the bad stuff? Because there was definitely both here. Yeah, let's start with the good. Well, the good stuff is uh, even though I, I I'd never really played any of these old text games that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a fan of of uh, role playing games when I was coming up. Uh, you know, even as early as like eight uh, bit Nintendo and through Super Nintendo, I was really uh, heavily into those type of fantasy role playing games. And um, I, this game, I think my favorite thing about it is is it kind of throws me back to PlayStation One era 
uh, role-playing games. Just the way the the kind of uh, the the graphics and icons work, the the the, the way the voice narration sounds the, the way the game feels it feels like an early cd-rom style role-playing game uh you know fantasy medievals uh era role-playing game and um i wasn't expecting that well, i mean i knew what it was going in um but it was a very distinct feeling when i got in it that i haven't felt for decades and i think that was probably my favorite thing about it was just um i mean these games are pretty nuanced and complex nuanced and complex those games from back then and this one here um in in the the way that the kind of world and and, uh game unfolds in front of you um and I, i really did enjoy that aspect of it like uh it felt like coming home to a very familiar place that i haven't been to since my childhood so I, I really like that aspect of it i understand the feeling that you're talking about because i got in immediately it was like because i i was i was expecting the worst i think i had sort of heard other people mention this on other platforms and be like oh, you know be 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 warned um and so i got in kind of expecting the worst and i, and I got in and i did have i had a good feeling about it um the, the narrator talking to you wasn't obtrusive uh, it was, you know, so frequently in VR games, you have to stand there talking to somebody or listening to somebody talk to you. And really what they're doing is just kind of like describing what's around you. And like, you can, yeah, of course you can fucking see what's around you. You you now have eyes in this game. You now have like the environment spread out, but you don't need this. But there's something that like harkens back to old school gaming when you hear the narrator read that out while you're exploring. Um, and, that's, and that's really cool. Uh, and there's also like, there's, there's some kind of simplicity here though, even though like the puzzles are fucking bonkers uh, and there's a lot going on, there's a simplicity here that I really enjoy too. It's, you can tell that they didn't make any changes. They were like, we took the original text adventure game in created these environments and just put the puzzles that already existed into these environments. They didn't change the game. And, and you can feel that it feels old and sometimes that's, you know, we'll talk about the, the reasons that that's not always a good thing, but at the same time, it, it, there's, there's something about that that does feel good. It's like, it didn't feel the need to just throw a bunch of new shit in because it's a new game. And uh, I kind of dug that. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a vibe I kind of felt a little bit playing the uh, the Shadowgate VR, um, yeah. the Minds of Mythrock. Um, although this is kind of to the nth degree from that, like, that is a legitimate modern VR game. Uh, but it has those kind of uh, old elements that you can uh, you recognize and feel. This is like playing an old game in VR. Like yep. it's the 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 old school. You know, you see an eyeball, uh, and you click on the eyeball to look at something, and you see a hand, and you click with the hand to uh, to to move something. Um, it, it's legitimately like old gameplay mechanics. Um, it, it, like you said, it's a classic game. Um, that they just kind of drop you into and, and let you experience from the inside. Even moving the cursor around the screen, you can see it here in the gameplay. And I, I do apologize. I only, I, I tried to only, uh, we're only going to be showing off like the first 10 minutes or so because I don't want to spoil like puzzle solutions and shit for you guys. Um, so keep that in mind. Like if you don't want anything spoiled, feel free not to watch the video. Um, but yeah, you can see that like the, the eyeball that's floating around. Uh, you can f- click through a couple different cursors. You can. Uh, it's like there's a hand, there's an eyeball. And so it's obviously to like use and to look at something. And it's really like 
kind of it, it feels like moving a mouse around the screen I played a lot of these you know uh, point click adventure games uh you know in the, in the king's quest era space quest all that stuff and it really was moving a mouse around the screen pointing and clicking and that's what it feels like you're doing in vr and so i think it feels like they went above and beyond to try not to modernize this in a bunch of different ways despite the fact that it's in vr so a uh, fascinating presentation for sure and i think the music is really good and the voiceovers are really good and it's like just kind of like a good feeling overall do you have any other good things you want to no uh and, and i can't really say much about the gameplay i didn't play a lot of it uh, i just got in there long enough to uh kind of get a feel for what was going on i'm a bit confused about what the kind of end game is going to end up being uh, because when you're, you're you're going through the uh, the tutorial text at the front of it, uh, they often refer to like a point system, and they make it sound like the the point of the game is to score as many points as you can, uh, and that somehow is tied through uh, how much of the caves you're uh, able to unlock and discover and explore. Which I like the sound of that. Like I'm all about exploring and discovering, um, but I'm not so sure how how much I would be into kind of. Uh, that whole point uh, leaderboard aspect of it. Well, um, I will say that the old, again, the old Sierra games, if you played like old King's Quest, Space Quest, especially, you know, the first, you know, decade of those or so. Uh, I saw somebody mention Leisure Suit Larry in the chat. These all had the same point system. So up in the top bar mm-hmm. um, where you could save your game and everything else, they said, you know, zero out of 250 points. And that just, it, basically, it's like getting a platinum trophy if you score which, by the way, this doesn't have. Uh, but if you score you know, 250 points on Leisure Suit Larry, you've done everything. You, you've, you've gotten all the trophies. You've discovered everything there is to do. And you get points for the different, the various activities you do and the different items you find and whatever. There's always optional shit to do in these games. And so I actually thought it was interesting that they brought that into this. Um, I lost points in this game. <laughs> I, was like, I, I was confused by something. They're like, do you want a hint? And I was like, I'll fucking take a hint. And they were like, minus two points. And I was like, God damn you. Yep. Now I can't get the non-existent <laughs> platinum. <laughs> so yeah, they, they get, they dock you points for anything. Like even like, um, like basic stuff that you would expect the game to give you. They're like, sure. We'll, we'll give that to you, but it's going to cost you. <laughs> oh yeah, I get it. Um, so let's go ahead and just dive right into it. Uh, this game has graphical issues and it's obvious from the moment you get into it. Uh, I, although I will say that I think it was worse outside in the overworld once you get in the cave and the draw distances are shorter it doesn't seem to be as bad um but but there's aliasing literally all over everything yep. uh the resolution is pretty low um the 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 kind of geometry and textures kind of make it look like an old game uh and um and the draw distances on on the ground textures are just like green hell. They're like ten feet in front of you, and I knew you, you can see the that line. I saw that today. Yeah. I was like, oh, Wes yeah, yeah. is totally going to pick up on that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that that was like the main bad thing that I saw was uh, it's not a great looking game. It doesn't completely like break the fun. And, and you know, if this were another type of game, if it were a modern game, it would probably be more egregious. But the fact that you're kind of already playing an old game, it kind of feels normal that it has shitty graphics. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I will say that that was that was a big bummer for me because if you watch the this game also came out on the flat screen it came out on PS4 and PS5 flat screen. And if you look at the trailer for those games, the the, the detail in the environments looks really nice. Like it's a pretty nice looking game. 
Uh, and so I was like, well, that's fine on PS5. Obviously, like they're just going to do that and, uh, and it, they're just going to use that version. But instead, it feels kind of like we got the Quest version. Um, and so it, the, the graphics were disappointing at first, but I'm 100% with you. I, I do feel like at a certain point, uh, it was just kind of fine. Where it's right. like, okay, it's it's fine. I'm 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 used to the graphics now, and it is what it is. Uh, so I stopped complaining about it. You know, an hour or two in. Um, it is a little. There's a little bit more jank to the visuals than just the aliasing and the low res stuff. Uh, it's. Do you, do you think that was jank? I know what you're about to say. Like I, I thought maybe it was an effect. Like the shadow popping. Is that what you're talking about? How the shadows pop in and out? No, I don't. I don't even okay. know. What, what you're talking about like when you walk under the trees um the trees cast a shadow in front of you and that shadow isn't static it's constantly popping in and out oh, okay in spots in spots and at first i thought it was a glitch but then it occurred to me that it could be an effect like maybe the wind is supposed to be blowing and the tree moving and maybe that's their way of kind of okay um like uh portraying that even though it don't look good and they probably shouldn't have done it but <laughs> no i um <clears throat> what i was gonna ref what i was referring to was the uh especially later I'm, I'm i don't know i'm probably three hours into this or so and uh especially the further i got uh you would load into new rooms uh in the caves and there's there are loading screens a little bit more often than you'd expect in something that looks this simple on uh on psvr2 uh, and when you come out of the loading screens, there's always this pause where you, it looks like it's going to crash, you know, where everything's frozen. It's only, it's like for a half a second. And then, it, but it just, it just adds to the jank, you know? And, uh, but I think when it comes down to this, uh, the, the thing that I am most intrigued by are the puzzles and the puzzles here are exactly what you'd expect from a text fucking adventure from 1976 <laughs> or whatever the hell it was. It's 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 ridiculous it's crazy like there's just some like some shit you're just like what the fuck like there was there was one point where i walked into a room something got scared of me and i was like and they're like oh yeah you should probably try to do that later because something's scaring it but it turned out it was something i was holding and i was like so i had to dump everything i owned on the ground in order to like progress forward it was like what the fuck it's just little things like that where it's like it's like nothing about the puzzle that I'm experiencing even makes any sense. And so it was a little weird that they're taking taking this old game, bringing it into VR, but also not updating it while they're while they're going about it and saying, well, let's make these puzzles make a little bit more sense for people who didn't grow up on these games. And just in because what you have to do in this is basically every single time you encounter a problem, you have to look in your inventory, which by the way, is severely limited. You have to keep going back to the little house at the beginning and just dropping shit off because you collect yeah. way too much shit. And, and then you, and you have to try to use every item you have on everything you encounter. And then maybe you still won't yeah. figure out what the fuck you're supposed to do. Just like an old game, right? Just like an old game. Just exactly. trial and fucking error for hours. And when yeah. I was 10, I loved that. Maniac Mansion yeah. took me a year to finish. <laughs> like a year. Uh, Zach McCracken, the Alien Mindbenders, like Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, the graphic adventure game, King's Quest, Police Quest, Space Quest, fucking... Uh, Heroes Quest before they changed it to whatever the fuck they changed it to. Colonel's B Quest. They this that's what I loved about these games. I don't know, man. I don't. Th I think gamers' tastes have changed, and I'm really concerned that like these puzzles have not 
aged well. And that's coming from somebody who loved this shit when I was younger. Um, I think, I think it's going to be tough. I think if, if any younger gamers are out there, like being like, Oh, I wonder if I should check this out. I, I don't think so. I think this is for a very specific group of people. And I, I think I'm supposed to be in that group and I'm not totally sure if I am or not. <laughs> like it's, it's difficult. And dude, I, and I encountered yeah. two mazes already, two mazes. I hate mazes. I hate getting lost. Like two mazes in the like three mazes. hours I played. I like mazes. I wish there were more VR games that had like hedge mazes in them. Like I've played a couple on Steam. I, I don't even know if there are any on PlayStation, but uh, I, I enjoy mazes. Uh, they, no, they can't be plain. Like there needs to be something mysterious around a corner every now and then. But uh, I do enjoy th that type of game. Well, very curious to see if you continue playing this uh, and, uh, and probably and not. Think of them I probably you... won't. I might go back in. I don't know. I, I did. I did enjoy my time in it. Surprisingly, um, I didn't think that I would, but I ended up actually uh, liking it overall. Um, but there was so much I didn't like about it, but I still th that vibe, the feeling of playing a game like that again was powerful. So, yeah. no, I 100% agree. I think I think the. Despite the the rough looking uh, graphics, there, there's something very charming about this world. And like the sounds, like the sounds of you walking on the ground, it's literally like it used to be. Like that, the the sound clip is like maybe a second long or a second and a half, and it just loops when you walk. It's the exact same sound effect, just looping over and over again. Yep. Uh, it's terrible, but it's charming at the same time. Yep, and and and, and I will say I got like tremendous satisfaction from solving the puzzles that just seemed fucking bonkers crazy i was like this is cool i never played this one when i was a kid uh so these are all new puzzles to me and yeah this this could have gone a whole lot worse um mm -hmm. for know, sure i certain and you know it's a pretty slow week for, for playstation vr so it's good that there's at least something decent out this week right like you know, I didn't think there was anything coming out that was going to be good this week. So. Yeah, and I, I do apologize. Not for broadcast VR. Apparently, it was never supposed to come out this week. I was I was trying to go back and figure out where I screwed up because when I put a, a release date on a game on our you know on our calendar in Discord, it doesn't come from nowhere. I don't just pull it out of my ass, uh, which would be an interesting different way to go about it. Um, and so, I, I, but I couldn't I couldn't backtrack or find where that release date came from. So, uh, Not For Broadcast VR does not have a release date on PSVR 2 yet. That was a, another strangely niche title that was coming to PSVR 2 this week, uh, which leaves us with this and Drunken Bar Fight, which I believe is supposed to be out tomorrow. So, huzzah. huzzah. I don't even know if I've played... I think I might have played Drunken Bar Fight one time. Oh. And I did not care for it. So, But it has had many updates, I've heard, since I played it. It was like it was like on launch when I played it. So yeah. oh, way more environments. Like they they definitely improved the controls quite a bit. Um, it's still the game that it is. Seemed like shovelware when I played it. It didn't seem like anything that anybody should be paying for. I mean, people enjoy it. I'll say that. All and, right, fair enough. Yep, I am not one of those people. So. <laughs> Uh, let's take a couple more tips, and then we'll get on 20 questions. We've got... Hold on a second. Here we go. We got MRI Gamer with a $5 tip. What up, MRI? Says, Brian, don't forget the most important news story today. Koi Koi Love Blossoms still hasn't released, even though it says 1115. 
you know, the only thing I wanted, I wanted from Koi Koi Love Blossoms was the uh, was watching Miles play it because Miles is going to stream that shit. Uh, and I, I just I just feel like watching Miles play is going to be infinitely more fun than playing it myself. I think I'm going to skip Koi yeah, Koi. I mean, not going to lie. Yeah. Don't even know what that is, but uh, I hope you enjoy it. Yeah, it's a it's a VR optional PS5 visual novel about dating a oh, couple. Oh, okay, uh, it's one of those. Does it cost sixty dollars? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> sounds about right. I think fifty nine ninety nine is absolutely accurate. Uh, Emily Baxter hashtag the cartoony witch game kit and with a two dollar tip says Hitler's Chicken Shack is like cartoony games. Sucks. Uh, look the chicken has to be good if it's going to be successful as hitler's chicken check although i guess it would be regional like it could be popular in some areas and not in others i i assume there's a lot of areas that wouldn't be terribly popular (laughs) (laughs) uh if if hitler's chicken shack is popular in your area it might be time to move last my mojo the game cat reaper with the 20 dollar tip says oh sorry says duke nukem vr anyone Stuffing dollars in G strings, lol, dude. I'd fucking play Duke Nukem in VR. I still yeah, have Duke I want to say, I want to say that that's been done, or um, I think maybe the modders have done that. Um, most of those boomer shooter games have been modded in at this point, like those really old ones. Are we are we um, using the term boomer shooter unironically now? I mean, that's what Duke Nukem is, right? Like, yeah, no, it is, it okay. is. But like, like I've only used the term "boomer shooter" ironically until this until this very moment, and now I feel like we're just saying it oh. as if it's part of our vernacular. Oh no, that's that's a that's a legit genre now, man. Like that's that's just terminology that people use. Yeah, except shmup is a term that people use too, and those people are fucking <laughs> stupid. It's a shoot 'em up. You're not saving that many syllables, and you sound dumb. <laughs> Upgrade double D with the five dollar tip says technical question. Oh, I don't think I think yeah, I'm out. See, yeah, that's what I thought. Looper says Team Beef made a quest port for Duke Nukem 3D. So there you go. I thought so. There's there's like two dozen of these fucking games that you can play on Quest. You don't even need a PC for it. Nice. I guarantee, I haven't even read it. I guarantee this question is for you. Uh, Upgrade Double D with the $5 tip says, technical question, why do VR games take up such smaller amounts of space on your hard drive? Just a few gigabytes. I thought they would take up more, not less. There's a lot of because answers to three, this. Because they're three hours long, dude. That's why. <laughs> yeah. The, most, most VR games are made by indie developers, meaning that the games are much smaller. There's less, less environments and audio and music and everything in a, in a three to five hour game than there is in your 20 hour games. Uh, also they will never, they won't take up more. It's I think there's a lot of fallacies about VR gaming. Uh, one of them is that VR games are harder to make, uh, like for some unexplicable reason, uh, or that they take up more, you know, the, the, the assets take up more space on the drive. It doesn't, it's all, it's all very much the same. Um, no. and so, uh, the, they are more resource intensive to run, although that is becoming less and less the case right. uh, over time as the, uh, the the game engines adjust for it. Um, 
But the, the fact that they are more resource intensive means that the assets, the, the, the things that actually make up the game can't be as complex. Good point. And, and thus would not take up as much space on the, on the hard drive. Very good point. Yeah. You know, the, the, the basic, most basic way of saying, uh, talking about VR games is that the, is that everything has to be rendered twice, one for each eye from a different position. It's not really true anymore as Wes was alluding to, but that is still a lot of what's happening. Um, Brings us to Marcelo Madeiros with the two dollar, or sorry, the two rupees. Says checked the video comparing Wanderer Quest. Sorry, he's talking about the uh, videos comparing the the Wanderer trailer. Uh, they the, the team over at Mighty Eyes just released a trailer for the Quest Three version of mm-hmm. Wanderer: Fragments of Fate. Uh, to their credit, they didn't just change the PlayStation VR 2 logo to a Quest 3 logo. It looks like they've written in and recaptured all the footage again to recreate the exact same trailer they made for PSVR 2, but this time with Quest graphics. And I have not watched a video comparing them, but I watched the Quest one and I said, wow, that looks pretty damn good for Quest. Uh, And, you know, obviously these guys are very talented over at Mighty Eyes because they made Wanderer, the original one, look great on PSVR 1. Like it was pretty mind blowing. And so... Uh, these guys are really talented. I um, I do think the PSVR two trailer looks better uh, than the Quest yeah. three trailer. Uh, there's just some, you know, obviously it absolutely does. You can you can tell by looking at the character models that 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 is standalone VR. They they still have that that certain quality to them. Um, but I agree with you. It looks really good. It's very impressive. And standalone VR is getting to the point now where it's it's not a dirty word anymore. Like a- after Quest two is no longer supported then standalone's not going to be anything bad. Like, yep. it, w- it won't be on the level of console and PC still, but it's not going to be so terrible that it really holds us back, you know, a lot. So, um, yeah, I think that uh, the, the Quest 3 version of the game um, is looking very promising. Yep. Dude, I agree. I think that I, I think the, the Quest 3 uh, caught up to, I don't know what you want to call it, wired VR, <laughs> right? Um a lot faster than I, than I expected it to. Uh, I, I don't think, I think a lot of people expected the Quest 3 to be a small upgrade over the Quest 2, just like the Quest 2 was a small upgrade over the Quest 1. Uh, and it turned out to be a much bigger leap than I think most people expected. And that is only a good thing. Um, the fact that, yeah, again, very few things are holding us back. Uh, I'm, I am concerned about hard drive space, obviously. You know, the, you still can't make quite as big games as you could, uh, you know, when you have a, Full console, full storage, not a big deal. Uh, these are still a lot of indie developers making these games. In as we just talked about with the last tip, the they don't have really the uh, the capacity to make these massive games yet. They're not quite there. So uh, this is really good for the future of VR, and I'm excited that Quest Three is turning out to be as good as it is. Yeah. Yeah, and still the very very early days. Um, it's it's only going to get better as uh, the the uh, wizards over at Meta continue to optimize it and add features. Hell yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy what Meta's doing versus what Sony's doing. You know, when you talk to and you look at what the Llamasoft developers were saying that we were talking about during tonight's gamescast, where they're like, Sony's just kind of not helping us and just saying, figure it out. Good luck. Pointing and, us to books that we don't know how to read. Right. <laughs> and then Meta, Meta's making shit fucking crazy easy. Um, so it's, it's two 
radically different ways of uh, treating developers, and I think we all know which one we prefer. Yeah, you you can tell you can tell one company's future depends on VR succeeding, and the other <laughs> one doesn't so much. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, I think that gets us all caught up on tips, and it makes it time to play some twenty questions. Uh, everybody, make sure you help Wes out because I'm hosting this one, so I made it difficult as fuck. We'll see. Uh, ask good questions in the chat and give Wes good suggestions of games based on the answers that I give. Um, you ready? Sure, man. Let's go for it. Cool. That's the first time you've ever said it. Anything other than no. Let's do I'm, it. I'm down, bro. I'm ready. Nice. All right. On your mark, get Des. Go. Did we talk about this game during this episode, Brian? <gasps> we did not. We did not. All right. So is this game announced for or launched on PSVR 2? Yes. Has this game launched on PSVR 2? Yes. Okay. Um, has this game launched on PSVR 1? No. All right. So PSVR 2 exclusive, ladies and gentlemen. Well... Well, we don't know that. Is this game on any other platforms? Um, yes. All right. So it's not exclusive to PSVR 2, but it wasn't on PSVR 1. Um, does it have a flat component? No. No. So it's VR only, PSVR 2, not PSVR 1. So most likely a Quest port. Most likely a Quest port. Um, was it a launch title? Nope. Not a launch title, so a more recent game, and it wasn't Green Hell because we already uh, we already talked about Green Hell today. Um, did we talk about Green Hell today? We did. I mentioned it. Okay. Now you're. I'm not. You're, I'm not changing my answer. We're good. Okay. All keep, right. Keep moving. All right. I'm All trusting right. you. Um, <laughs> We did. We talked about it during the um, the graphics part of yeah. the last game, Colossal Cave. Don't waste your time. All Keep right. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, most likely a quest port. Um, has this uh, developer made other PSVR games? No. No, so it can't be like Hellsweeper um, or Red Matter. Um, are there zombies? Nope. No zombies, ladies and gents. Um, is it a shooter? No, that's 10. Not a shooter. All right, so not a shooter, no zombies. Um, it's a puzzle game, Brian? No. Not a puzzle game? No, it's, it's not. It's not a puzzle game. All right. Is it a good game? It depends on who you are. Um, I would I would call it middle of the road. Foglands is a shooter, Mark. Um, middle of the road. Um, I would say it's not bad. Let's call it say that. Not bad. Did it come out within the last two months? Uh, yes. Yes, it did. Archex made other PSVR games. Looper. Oh no, no, I'm sorry, uh, my math is bad. No, it didn't come out in the last two months. My, I'm sorry. So it's not super recent, and it's not a launch title. So it's right there in the middle. P 
PSVR, not PSVR, PSVR 2, not PSVR 1, um, PSVR 2 mid-cycle port, or at the very least, it's a uh, multi-platform launch. Um, is it a rhythm game? No. No, can't be Ragnarok. Uh, is it a horror game? No, that's 15. Not a horror game. Only five questions left, ladies and gents, and I'm still completely lost here. Um, mm, not a puzzle game, not a shooter, not a horror game. Can't be Galaxy Cart because... We talked about it. That We talked about that. Um, is it a multiplayer game? It has multiplayer components. As multiplayer components, most likely leaderboards is what he means when he says that. Um, is it a sports game? No. It's not a sports game. It's not a shooter. What kind of non-shooter would have a multiplayer or have a, a leaderboard, ladies and gents? Um, I don't know. I'm lost, man. I don't. I don't know. Is it based on a known IP? Nope. Not based on a known IP. Barbaria just came out. Can't be Barbaria. Um. Is it a platformer? Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I call it that. So one more question and a guess. No. Or... This, you, this is it. You just got to guess now. Your last one. All right. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is this game toss, Ryan? Oh, Wes, 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 Wes. Came out almost two months, just over two months ago, September seventh, twenty twenty three. Published by Vertigo Games. Uh, it is in fact toss. <laughs> the cats are amazing. Uh, they are. Yeah, I too. I, I saw like Silver Nexus on like the third question say something like, "Are there bananas in this game?" And I was like, can, "Can can you? How clearly can you see my monitor in the reflection in the window?" Because I brought the PlayStation Store page up, and immediately Ooh. I saw him say that. Silver Nexus has nailed me early twice, like recently. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I, I think that Silver Nexus must be like merged with the Google AI or something because he's his predictive programming is perfect. <laughs> Looper, the underground game cat, keeper of the 20 questions scoring, uh, says this is a game that's never been picked before. Uh, and it's the third time in a row, apparently, that we've uh, never picked a game that's never been picked before. So pretty cool. Hmm. Nice. We're charting new ground. You might call it. I always find myself trying to pick the, the same games over and over again. Like, <laughs> uh, like uh, there's like 15 games that I want to talk about, and I, and I try not to, but I end up picking them anyway. Chat's great, man. Chat's great. Thank you for says I remember bananas. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out today on this beautiful West Day. Sirens on my end. Wouldn't be Gamescast without finishing off with the Siren Brigade. Um, thanks to everybody who helps the channel out. Uh, Typhi Game Cat Henry, who I saw earlier in the chat, by the way, say uh, he's working overtime. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, Game Cat Henry said timestamps will be late. That's what's happening. Uh, so my apologies f for him 
we having a real job. Uh, also, Rypop will be uploading this on podcast services of your choice later tonight. Uh, thank you. Every- hey, what's happening, everybody who's listening to this in audio form? Can't see me. Can't see those stupid faces I've been making all day. Um, also, shout out to everybody who helps this channel financially. Everyone over here uh, by being a member on YouTube and everybody over on patreon.com slash without pearl games. I've had the uh, the GoFundMe page pinned to the comments or pinned to the chat the entire show. We're trying to get everybody all the co-hosts to PAX East. Please People consider. don't act to this. It, it, it is important. Um, this shit is way more expensive than I thought it was going to be when I agreed to do it. And um, when he says that we're asking for donations because uh, it's questionable whether or not we'll all be able to make it, he's, he's not lying. It is questionable whether or not we'll all be able to make it because it is crazy expensive. Uh, not only uh, for room and boarding, but like plane tickets are nuts. Yeah. Uh, so please, if you can afford it, uh, please contribute, and we very much appreciate it. Yeah, and I'm going to do my best to take the least amount as possible. I want to make sure that you know you guys are <clears throat> you guys are honorary members of Without Parole. Like you know, this is this is my business. I you know I uh, I, I run this thing. You guys have your own things going on, uh, and so you know I want to make sure that the my co-host gets the lion's share of all of this. So please. Uh, you want to have that live games cast, whether you're going to games, uh, whether you're going to PAX East or not, whether you're going to the game cat meetup or not, I think this, it's going to be awesome to be able to do this yeah. all together in person, sitting side by side. I still don't know how we're going to live make studio audience, son, all four of us in the same room with a live studio audience of real life game cats. That's right. That's how it should be done. That's how it's meant to be, Brian. That's right. So thank you for all of you helping this channel financially. Thank you to everybody who tips during the show. Thank you everybody who uh, helps with 20 questions. Silver Nexus, I, I just don't trust you. There's just no way. Something's wrong. Something's wrong with that cat. We're going we're gonna to get you Thumbs to up. the vet. Get for sure. Next. Uh, everybody sits back and watches the show and doesn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there and we love you just as much. Happy Wednesday, Wes. Happy Wednesday, Brian. Happy Wednesday, cats. We'll see you soon. Friday, hopefully. Let's go. Oh man, another show, another show. Peter Power in the chat says kayak. He, he, I, I th- he wasn't watching at one point seven five speed. <laughs> he's he's still way behind <laughs> everybody else. <laughs> Amazing. J- Jazzy J says, uh, "I want to know what everyone here thinks about Sony making the Legend of Zelda movie." I didn't know. That's the first I've heard of that. Were you uh, aware of that, Brian? Absolutely, and it's going to be live action. What the fuck is up with that? That's a little weird. Yeah, I, dude, I want if I'm gonna watch a if I'm gonna watch a Legend of Zelda movie. I mean, I I think I want to watch Toon Link. Like that just seems to make sense. Uh, how good do you think a live action Zelda movie could be? Well, I mean, it could be good. I mean, I don't I don't want to say that it's going to be bad just because that, I mean maybe they do it right. I mean, if you think about it. Um, the lead characters are humanoid, right? Like mm-hmm. Link's a elf and the princess is a lady. And so, I mean, it depends on how they do like the enemies. Like the enemies would need to be CGI. I mean, 
hopefully they don't do like a Beauty and the Beast thing where they try to make Ganon a person and all of these weird creatures in Hyrule like like little people or whatever. Like, come on. They gotta at least put some expensive CGI in here. Maybe that's why Sony's doing it. Like maybe Sony has the CGI tech to pull it off. Yeah, I mean, I I, mean, I don't know if the question was uh, was related to like oh it, Nintendo's competitor Sony making this. I was it was that was that the question? Was that because maybe I don't know because it's it's obvious that like that's that the company that the different divisions of Sony like that are are so unrelated to the point where like you know uh, where Zombieland was not on psvr until psvr 2 zombie land headshot fever was like on a quest in pc right and like it, it just it doesn't seem like the different divisions of sony also have the greater interest of sony in mind <laughs> like when they're doing shit. uh but this is you know whatever this there's i think this would be cool oh dan keeper asked a good question will link be mute because he doesn't hmm. he doesn't talk in these games that's true. Huh. I don't know. I hope so. I can only assume his voice would be terrible. <laughs> I don't know. Listen. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Listen, I, I, I'd, I'd love to stick around you guys and, and shoot the shit all night, but Uber Eats is bringing me some Hitler's chicken shot. I just got to fucking check this shit out. So <laughs> you guys have a great night. We love you all. <laughs>